This episode of the In Any Event podcast, I'll be speaking on something very personal, autism and how it affects me, and I hope maybe a few people finish this show on a completely different mindset to the disorder. This is Neurotype. Some of it was relevant and some, I mean, it's, you know, it's a spectrum, so it's hard to find. And and we were told that too by the doctor, like. I would even argue like it's multiple spectrums, like not everyone experiences all the right. symptoms. You're probably super confused going into this pod. I left this clip in just to let you know, there was no shortage of confusion for me in this either. I lay in bed shortly after I've woken up. I notice my roommate get out of bed first. Lights, she exclaims as she turns on the lights in our dorm room. She's given me a moment to prepare for this. To many, this may be nothing big, but for me, it helps me more than she or any holistic person, for that matter, could ever know. The sudden change in lighting still hurts, almost scrambles my brain and all my thoughts, but at least I'm prepared for it. Sensory issues can happen anywhere, a car going past, just hitting my eardrums at the wrong angle, an air conditioner two rooms over, it doesn't matter. Sensory issues come from everywhere. In its own diagnostic criteria of autism and sensory issues, the CDC describes hyper or hyporeactivity to sensory input or unusual interest in sensory aspects of the environment. This is a very vague explanation of sensory issues, which is why it is so important for individual stories to be told. Our stories explain the deeper meaning of this wide scope. Our stories make that diagnosis process easier. And, as can be heard in this conversation with my family, they did not used to be so. You know, I have to look pretty hard for this. There was a conversation where she said, she almost said to us, do you, do you think your child has autism? And the answer, if we had said no, I almost think she would have said no. That interview in its entirety ended up taking a lot out of me. True, almost everyone experiences this kind of burnout, but it certainly hits a higher degree with many autistic people. Almost every day I will go to class and end up having to speak to one person or another. I start a conversation with someone nearby. They start speaking to me about one of their interests. In response, I share one of mine. Crickets. It's like they had just seen a ghost. The conversation seemed alright to me. We both were just talking about our interests, but society says that sort of topic change is rude. For me, it's something that can be impossible to comprehend. I'm almost always thinking practically, analytically, literally. Societal context comes very difficult for me, but that doesn't mean great conversations can't be had. A lot of times when I'm speaking with other autistic people, that is how our conversations go. Info dumping back and forth about our favorite topic, and it works just fine. We both learned something, and we each got to say what we know. In normal social situations, it can be hard to speak up because of how hard that is stigmatized. Ellen Stumbo explains another common area for miscommunication in her article. She says, Just because someone isn't making eye contact does not mean they aren't listening or they don't care. Dropping the 
expectation for eye contact is a simple thing that can make communication more comfortable. If I feel like someone is going to expect eye contact or engage heavily in implied context, I may not converse with them at all, and that is often what can leave autistic people out of a space. Being left alone, lacking any acceptable amount of social interaction, I spend a lot of the later part of my day partaking in my own special interests. I learn about the computers and the hardware inside of them, or I play a bit of Pokemon. It passes the time and can distract me from that lack of social interaction. But honestly, my experience with special interests seems to be rather different than most autistic people. An article by Emily Labor Warren on the benefits of special interests is quoted saying this, A distinguishing aspect of special interests is their intensity. They can be so absorbing that they are the only thing the person wants to do or talk about. I notice this quote because it kind of contrasts with the way I experience having interests. They generally aren't as focused as this quote suggests. One of my main focuses for today's show is to illustrate that that is okay. For instance, a TikTok user named Nicole experienced a special interest in the way that the quote describes. She has incredibly deep invested interest in beetles and other insects as well as the sensory devices that autistic people use to regulate sensory issues. It really is very interesting to watch, but my point is, autistic people can experience a disorder differently, and no one person can be more valid than another. That leads me, really, into the whole point of this entire episode. All people are different. Autistic, holistic doesn't matter. It may be cliche, but it is an important thing to remember, especially for a student at a university like myself, or those who might be listening. I've described a bit of what my daily life here is like, along with some really important info on how everyone is different. In an academic setting, recognizing those differences and catering to them is incredibly important. More voices that are able to speak and willing to speak on any given issue means a better education and just, in general, experience for everyone involved. The more people that know about us, the more confidence autistic people are able to have, and the more people, not to mention those people, will be more confident, they will find themselves giving speeches and having discussions more than they ever did before. And with all new, different mindsets involved because of how differently these people think, the value of what we learn every day can be substantially increased. With the confidence I've gained from sharing my story through this podcast episode, I can finally say something that I've been unable to say definitively, publicly, for years. Do you think you have autism? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) no doubt in my mind (laughs) thank you for listening to my story today i hope you walk away with something great from this i'm avery allison and this is the outro